between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I will thank God for all that he has done. Uh, we thank God for what he has been doing. Uh, we thank God for his mercies uh, concerning his uh, teaching and all he has done for us this year. Uh, in my heart, uh, I'm thankful. Uh, I know, uh, just just in my heart, I just know uh, that there has been a lot of uh, uh, grace given this year for to journey uh, with respect to uh, the the world that is alien to us, uh, which is the world of Christ uh, and the word of God. Uh, that world is a is a vast realm, is a vast world on its own. Um, in, and it's by mercy that as we continue to journey, uh, God begins to open us up uh, into the the things which he has for us, even things. There are so many things in that world that we still don't know yet. Uh, what I mean we don't know means, uh, what I mean is there's a lot that we've not come into when it comes to comprehension. Uh, you know, we might be able to hear, you know, hear all the teachings, you know, hear Reverend, hear Pastor Mika, hear all our pastors, hear Pastor Jeff, you know, hear Pastor James, you know, hearing all that. Uh, but when it comes to uh, being aware or being exposed and really, really living uh, from the world that heaven is speaking from, uh, it takes grace, it takes help. To journey into there, I just you know in my heart I don't know how I can explain it further than you know I'm, I'm trying to explain something something spiritual in just uh, you know plain terms, but word fail me. Uh, I don't know exactly the word to use, but I just know what I can pick. The best way I can explain it is there's been a lot of grounding and a lot of grace and strength being given this year, and I'm, I'm, I can tell you the grace is. It's not over yet. There's still more to come. Amen. Even in the in the least, uh, let's say in the, in the small time we have left in this year, uh, there's still a lot that heaven wants to do, uh, that heaven is doing uh, concerning uh, our journey and our walk in the spirit. Uh, there's a lot, and, and, uh, and I just want us to keep connecting in the spirit. Uh, there's a lot that heaven needs to rearrange in our in our heart, in our soul, in our mind. Excuse me. Uh, there's a lot. That uh, no, we st- we are still yet to come into, uh, and I know by by God's grace, if we are able to uh, just position ourselves uh, by meekness in the spirit, we will be able to really, really uh, profit uh, from these things. And one thing I want to beg everyone, uh, you know, if you are hearing this, I want to beg everyone, and I'm begging. And I'm, you know, when I say I'm begging, you know, I'm, I'm, because it's it's very crucial in the spirit is, is to pay attention to your heart. That is that is very essential. Pay attention to your heart. Make sure that your your heart is 
is is positioned properly in the spirit. Uh, don't let don't let uh, Satan cheat you out of a lot of blessing uh, by having a wrong disposition uh, when it comes to your own growth and even regarding things that is happening around you. Um, ensure that you are positioned properly in the spirit. You, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> you know. Most of the time, we just think you know these things are uh, by design. Just you know, something just breezing, you know, breeze out. Uh, but you no, know, when it comes to inheriting in the spirit, uh, there's a lot of uh, heed that has to take place. You have to take heed. You have to take heed. You have to take heed. Uh, there's a lot of heat that needs to take place, and there's a lot of uh, giving of oneself that needs to uh, be be ongoing, right? Uh, the the journey uh, that we are taking is is a serious work, and and Satan is not playing at all. Satan is not playing with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Satan is not playing at all. He does not. He doesn't joke. When it comes to people uh, working worthy, it doesn't. It, it's something he takes serious. It's something he uh, he, he ensures that he's fighting. Mm. Mm? It's something that he ensures that he's fighting. So I just want to to encourage and you know appeal to each and everyone to please uh, position yourself uh, properly in the spirit. Uh, there's still a lot that we ought to, you know, come into this year. Uh, heaven has really, really, really blessed us so much this year. And I, I feel, even though there's been a lot coming to us when it comes to, uh, when, with respect to the, the, uh, the unveiling of, of God's world, because uh, we're, you know, I perceive, we're, you know, we're, we're just, there's been a lot of options when it comes to the realm of God. Uh, you know, if you are just following, I know most of us will be wondering what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, especially for those, if you have been really following, uh, you know, our, our parent ministry. I want to say parent ministry because, you know, we are not, we didn't just fall from the sky. You know, we did not fall from the sky. Uh, God gave birth to us from somewhere. And uh, where we are, Pania Halimata, where we are betted from uh, is Eternal Glorious Fountain Ministry. Uh, that is the ministry that betted us in the spirit. And, uh, and you know, just following the stream there, there's been a lot of speaking uh, when it comes to uh, God's realm. And when it comes to God's dimension, uh, or when you say the world of God, you know, most of the time we think we know, know those, those places, but uh, you'll be shocked about how much... Uh, we are. We have no clue what is going on in there, in that, in that realm. And God is helping us uh, to come there. So even though there's been a lot of speaking concerning that that aspect, I feel there's there's been a lot of grounding when it comes to the word of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I just I just you know feel I perceive uh, when it comes to uh, you know learning righteousness. Uh, you, know, there, you know there has to be a, a, some measure of comprehension. Of righteousness uh, that has to take place before you can come into comprehension of God's world. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they might be speaking from there, uh, it doesn't mean you really come into comprehension, right? Uh, because most of the time, when you hear comprehension, right, it is 
uh, what Satan or like, you know what it is, it, it is easy to first of all think of natural knowledge first, mm-hmm. or let's just say the you know the speaking, the preaching. You know, somebody will just come preach and just begin to teach about the word of God. You know that's you know and we are, it means we are beginning to comprehend, mm-hmm. but not really. Uh, if you check it well, uh, comprehension is actually a language of the soul. Right? So when it comes to comprehending, it's talking about the fruit mm-hmm. that has taken place uh, uh, in the soul uh, or uh, the soul has been able to come into uh, fruit bearing in a way in that dimension. Right? That is really comprehension. Right? So comprehension is not just, oh, they are speaking it, I understand it. You know, you know there's, there's that aspect of uh, you know, when, when they begin to speak in the realm of the spirit and they begin to bring forth war, begin to teach, and then you, you are so blessed you know, by just the spirit around the teaching itself, you know, you can, as that word is going, you yourself, you'll be even having revelation, ah, you'll, be, you'll be connecting scriptures and all that. Uh, but that itself is not even uh, the comprehension there. <laughs> that one is not really comprehension, right? Uh, and uh, it's not as if we are underestimating that as well because that is needed. You know that for us to come into a place of comprehension in the spirit, so heaven will do that. Uh, you know, just bring the word around us. But comprehension is, uh, you know, when you have come, you've been able to uh, engage the word, and you've been able to uh, profit with it. You, 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 your soul no longer fight. Mm-hmm. Let me use that word. Your soul no longer fight with the instruction of that realm. Finish. When your soul. Because if you check it, there may be a lot of all that comprehension going on. No, sorry. There may be a lot of all that word going on, a lot of activities around that. Uh, but inwardly, when it comes to engaging the soul itself, there's no much strength. Uh, right? There's no much strength. And strength doesn't just come into the soul like that in the first place. How, the, how strength comes is you know, when that word is exposed to you, you begin to look upon the word, you begin to engage the word. And over time, over time, then God just, just God will just grant a, a comprehension which is also like the other one. The way the word comes, you know, by revelation in the first, the, another revelation will come again, which is which is actually an entrance into what has come uh, or, or what into what came by revelation. So, is, revelation itself is is. Um, uh, was that it's progressive and there's that's going to be a comprehension in the soul at one point that would establish a deliverance in the soul yeah. and if you want if you want to see okay how will I know that there's a very simple way to know I can use so many words in the scripture but there's a very easy way to know it's, it's very simple that word or just coming as a as a revelation of a nature that your soul should inherit. Yeah. Mm? Mm-hmm. You just you come in a split second how you should be, mm-hmm. and you notice when that comes. Mostly, you notice that your nature fights in the first place. You know the revelation would done, but your nature mm-hmm. would resist it because the, your nature doesn't necessarily like to take uh, on new uh, nature. It doesn't by by default doesn't like to take on the uh, the new nature, uh, that, which is after Christ, which is after God, which is after godliness. It doesn't like it because it loves the world that it has been engaged in over time. Right? Uh, I just I just feel that there's been so much strength 
when it comes to the unveiling of the word of Christ this year. And there's been so much strength to journey into it. And not so much about, uh, you know, just the word alone, but the, that the comprehension uh, that I'm talking about right now, mm. uh, and there's a, that comprehension is so, is so designed. Mm. And that is very essential for growth in the spirit. Amen. Uh, there's been a lot of emphasis uh, on, on growth this year, been a lot. And, and, I, and, and I know how we actually started this year, if you look at it, School of the Spirit, right, like early this year, uh, one, of the, one of the essential um, you know, uh, message there is really growth. Uh, it's really growth in the spirit. Mm. It's growth in the spirit. And then I've seen that this year, Evan has really, 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 really put a lot of resources when it comes to growing up spiritually. When it comes to growing up spiritually, Evan has put in so much effort, mm. so much effort. And I know that if we are able you know, to you know, just uh, partake of those things, use of those things, uh, make a profit with them, we'll be able to grow up, we'll be able to measure increase in our soul. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, you'll be able to what? We'll be able to measure increase. Since in a way, we'll be able to measure it. I know for sure heaven has given us a lot pertaining when it comes to helping us to grow. Helping us to grow. There's, there's been a lot of investment this year. We want to appreciate God for that. Uh, we thank God for it. And uh, this year, uh, it's coming to an end. It's not over yet. And I know, you know we mentioned that uh, School of the Spirit is coming soon, uh, which is uh, uh, January, right? January 5th to the 9th. Uh, it's going to be an awesome time. Uh, we can see already, uh, but, you know, if, if you have been following the prayer meeting, uh, there's been a lot of blessing going on. And I want to encourage each and every one of us, uh, if you have not been uh, able to follow the prayer meetings, uh, please go listen again uh, to the messages. Uh, just take your time, listen to it. Uh, there's a lot of blessing in there, and it's for the next step. Uh, when I say next step, it's for uh, the next uh, dispensation in the spirit that we are coming into. Uh, I just perceived that just now. Uh, I don't know, but uh, it just is, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's speaking about the next step. In our in our journey, uh, you know there may be a lot of word going on. We are coming, but there's something God is doing in our heart, mm. right? Uh, and I, I just perceive this just concerning uh, the next phase of growth. Amen. And uh, if we uh, and my intention today really is just to just touch base a little bit. You know, there's nothing much more to to speak, but just touch base on some of the teachings. Uh, you know, just explain it how I understand it. And uh, just to also help us to have uh, a holistic view of what is going on. And even for those that may, might have not listened to the meeting, you know, uh, just to give you an introduction, a background a little bit. But uh, I would encourage each and every one of us to please take our time, uh, listen to the messages, follow the messages. Uh, there's a lot of blessing going on in there. Amen. Amen. And like, I've, like, I'm, uh, like I'm saying uh, earlier, uh, you know, what I'm saying is not even disconnected from that at all. Uh, one of the emphasis uh, regarding the prayer meeting is fullness uh, mm. of Christ. And also, at the beginning of the year, uh, when we began to talk, uh, uh, we, 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 the, there, was, there was emphasis on growing up, right? 
uh, the prayer meetings also, and it actually started from no no grow, growing, and then it began to talk about the fullness of mm. of the spirit, right? Uh, so the spirit was given without measure, right? There's and you can't really mm. and uh, let me put this word: the fullness of the spirit is actually for to unlock uh, the next phase, which is the world of Christ, right? So that's that's what that is for. So we, bang, we began to speak about the fullness of the spirit. And and they talk about you know, different you know, different dimensions or you know, of that aspect. I'm talking about the entrance into the world of Christ, right? And then they began to talk about growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then we, you know, Reverend came and Reverend began to talk about the different phases mm-hmm. of Christ's growth, right? And many other aspects of the message this year. You know, but just just X-raying the levels of growth in the spirit. Amen. Uh, in my heart, I just had a sense to just explain what that, uh, that a little bit. I want to say explain, I just want to give us an overview. You know, most of the time when we hear, you know, these messages, you might be hearing words, uh, you know, like different growths of Christ, or different stages of Christ's growth, right? And then may not be able to uh, bring forth uh, what that is into your own world. Or into your own growth, you don't know where to place it in, in there, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you just hear it, uh, you know, different level of Christ. Where there was, a, there was a baby Jesus, then he became a child, you know, you know, and then became a son, you know, all that. You may not be able to just put things together mm-hmm. when it comes to your journey and your 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 your, your inheritance in Him, mm-hmm. Amen. And what that really means in simple word is. Uh, every stages of growth, whenever you hear that in the scripture, what it's actually just telling you is that you also ought to grow in that way. That is that in a simple term, that's what it means. So if Christ was a babe and then became a child Jesus, you know, that means through that in some way in your journey in the spirit, you're a babe. Then you should not remain a babe. You should grow to become a child. But then you should not remain a child. You should put away childish things, right? Then you put away childish things, and then what do you do? You press on to the mark of mm-hmm. the high calling. Mm-hmm. So you don't just, you don't just, uh, you know, sit and you know everything is the same. Uh, no, no, no. It's not the same. It's not the same. There are planes that you have to come to in the spirit, and the reason for heaven uh, showing us that. You know, separating them, you'll be wondering, why are they separating the Christ is Christ? Why is there so much so much dimension in Christ? The reason for that is that you know the phases of growth, right? To 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 some degree. Heaven needs to introduce us into the knowledge of those things so that we can actually gather strength to grow up in there. Right? Imagine if all you thought about using a phone is just making a call. You won't think of how does the phone work? You have to turn on the phone first. First, the phone must be charged. Hmm? If the phone is charged, imagine it's charged, then you have to turn it on. Then when you turn the phone on, then you have to put in the numbers. Right? And then when you put in the number, then dial the call to call the person you want to call. That's a process. Right? But all you, are, all you just know is there's a number on the phone, you press the phone, you call the person. You have no clue how the number was saved. You have no clue 
I don't know if I even got there. They got the number even to even save it. You have no clue how the phone is functioning. All those things are pitfalls in understanding. Sorry, are gaps in understanding mm-hmm. that they need to bridge to make us skillful in the spirit. Right? Imagine somebody that only all they know is how to press the phone after you save it. Then you notice that that's when you call ah somebody that they know that somebody has an information. Okay, they know how to operate the phone. Oh, yeah, please come. Can you help me save this number? Uh, or there's a number somebody I, want, I don't know. Somebody some may even know how to call. They just know. Can you help me just call this person on my phone? Right? Those are just gaps in understanding. But if they are well educated in the spirit, uh, or naturally too. Uh, let me use because I'm using a natural example. If they're well educated in the natural, then they can. Uh, know that you, know, you you get the number of the person, you, your phone must be on, you go to where you put contact, add contact, right? When you add the contact, then you uh, save the contact that you can make calls directly. You know, those that's a process in the spirit, right? And that's what is missing. There's a, the gap of the process, right? And it may seem a little bit high, Right? When there, when there is a, a gap in understanding, our, our heart may naturally just think, ah, there's a huge gap here, I don't understand it. And by default, mm. we discard it. Yeah. And that discarding of that grace, because what I, I call it grace, what we are doing is we're actually discarding grace. Because what just happened is the grace which brings salvation yeah just appeared to you. Yes, right? And when it appears to you, by bridging the gap in your understanding of planes in the spirit, mm. if you check it, the reason why mm. we've not really grown mm. spiritually as a body is because there's a lot of gap in our understanding when it comes to God, when it comes to God's things. Isn't it? Yeah. There is a lot of gap. Gaps in understanding, right? There's a lot of gap in understanding in the realm of the spirit. So heaven needs to help us bridge that gap, right? So that we can grow up. So that's why, you know, heaven will bring words like that to us. So heaven brought those words so that we can understand the different growth phases in the spirit. Um, Again, uh, just because we hear doesn't mean that everybody will be able to you know, explain it the exact same way it was preached. Mm? It's not meant to be like that, really. Right? Uh, and most especially, I just want to encourage ladies, mm-hmm. right? Because I know most of the time, ladies will be like, why am I not you know, talking this thing like these guys do? Because mm? most of the time, when, when men are talking, right, they'll be like, ah, I like the way they are talking. Or, I hope I'm... Honestly, because the person is talking like that, it's not, it's, it's not a sign of growth. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a, and it's not, it's not a sign of someone that is handling the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You will see people, you will see people that, are, that are handling faith, righteousness, and love, mm-hmm. but they can't put words to it and explain to you in scripture, this, 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 that, but, but they are hearing message and they are, they, are, they are tearing that into pieces when it comes to obeying the law of righteousness, mm-hmm. right? Right, and and for us guys too, right? Most of the time, you may think that, you know, just because like ah, because I understand the way they they are teaching it, I was able to understand it. Ah, that means I have some stature. Uh, it's, it's not true. 
just just because you are a man, you know, there, there are some tools God has put inside that helps to have that disposition of teaching in itself. No, I just I'm just helping each and every one of us this morning, mm-hmm. right? They're just that put that frame in there that God put in there. So, but what is important, what is really, really important mm. is the skill in using them. And yes, uh, not just using them anyhow, is the skill uh, in using them liberally. Being able to come into the, into the dealing. When you talk about liberality, right, we're not talking about natural liberals. You know, liberals are liberals. They just mm. allow anything. This one is being liberal in the spirit. Mm. Uh, that liberal there is, this, is the operation of the spirit of the Lord. Right? So whatever the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Which means that what that spirit really helps you come into is actually it helps you come into fullness in Christ. So that's why I said whatever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Which means that uh, it is when you've come into the liberty in the spirit. A lot of souls have not come into liberty in the spirit. Uh, and I know that. Because, you know, just there, just dealing, you know, day in, day out, you can see that there's still some mm. g- gaps in mm. understanding. And God is helping us. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, when you hear teaching that talks about, you know, uh, that x-ray uh, an understanding, don't, don't be discouraged mm. when it seems like you don't understand it. No. Mm. Uh, don't be discouraged. Press on to understand in the spirit uh, and to give in into what heaven is you know, teaching and what heaven is bringing to your soul. Mm. Don't, don't discard. Make sure. You know, there's, there is that, there is that uh, default response, you know, and, and there's a lot of deception in there too. When you're hearing and you feel you're not getting, then Satan will lie to you and tell you, and you, you listen later and get it. Mm. Not that you can't listen later and get it, but the deception there is that mm. it will lie to you not to give yourself to listen at that time. Mm. Even though you may be listening, mm. but you won't be able to give yourself to really hear. Yeah. And of course, the struggle is basically from you know, the gap, but don't be discouraged. Don't have uh, the disposition of... Mm. Uh, I don't understand, so I'll try and listen later and get it. Of course, if you don't understand yeah, at that time, still listen later, fine. But don't be discouraged and just close your, don't close your heart to the world. Because when you do that, you miss out of the blessing in that moment. And sometimes the blessing in that moment is to escort you to actually go and partake of the blessing that heaven wants for you. Uh, when, when you listen and listen again. Amen. Amen. So there's a, there's a way God brings word to us and encourages us and helps us. And I pray that God will strengthen us. Amen. Amen. Again, uh, to go further, where I branch from from there is that you know, heaven began to talk about uh, different planes of growth in Christ. Amen. And uh, what we see throughout the year is really growth in Christ. You know, like, like I said, you know, there's been a lot of utterances regarding God's realm. But then we began to see that even as that is ongoing, but inwardly there's a lot of grounding when it comes to the world of our righteousness. When it comes to Christ, Christ realm, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of grounding in there. Why? Because 
uh, you can't, even though you are hearing the word of, of God, uh, you can't really, really move into that realm, except you've been grounded in the world of Christ. Amen. Amen. And what the world of Christ is meant to deliver you from is this world. Is this world. Uh, Christ must deliver us from the world. And when I said that you'd be wondering, am, am I not, I want this world, I don't, to be honest, you yourself, you don't know the depth yes. of the world yes. inside that soul. Yes, sir. You don't. Mm. It's over time you begin, some things you think that naturally is okay. Mm? When you've not come fully, fully, fully into uh, Christ's uh, base, uh, there are some things you still air. Mm. Mm? You, still, you can still air in your heart. Mm? Mm. Ma- imagine what Israel was doing. They kept airing. Why? Because they could not enter God's rest. So you can still air in your heart and not move into the blessing that uh, heaven has designed. Amen. Amen. So, uh, we need to be grounded in Christ's world mm. so that uh, we can uh, move into the next phase. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Uh, so, as, as we began to move over and then now, as we are praying for uh, School of the Spirit this coming year, uh, what I'm seeing is uh, they're beginning to talk about uh, there's a lot of emphasis on fullness. And, and, that, and sincerely, that's actually the next step uh, when it comes to, you know, after you've come into learning of growth, the next step is understanding how to attain fullness in the word of Christ, right? So that you can move further into the next phase. Amen. Uh, and one, one of the things you, you see, you know, if, if you have been following, because you know from the teachings, uh, one thing that we really, really emphasize is the doctrine of the Godhead, which is the doctrine of Holy Ghost, Christ and of God, right? And in that phase, uh, there is also the fullness of the Spirit, right? Mm. Because each of those stages, or let me put the word names, mm. right? Or if you look at uh, Matthew, if you can open it. Uh, let me just start from there. Let's open to the book of Matthew, chapter. Let's go to chapter 28. Matthew 28. Let us read from verse 17. Said, And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Say, go ye therefore and teach all nations what? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Said, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded. And when you hear all things, that's all things, actually a language of Christ. Right? When you hear all things, 
It's actually a language of Christ. And the Christ I'm saying here is not just Christ the person. I'm talking about Christ the stature. Amen. Amen. Because a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, most of the time when we are hearing, uh, we, we can't descend the two. And, you know, you know, for longest time, me too, uh, I just, when I hear Christ, I just think about the person. Mm. Right? But then after a while, God began to explain to me that this is really, uh, there's, a, there's a difference between Christ the person mm. and Christ the stature. And of course, you must have come, you must have learned, mm. uh, you must be going through the learning of Christ the person uh, through, the, through, through the revelation of the person of Christ mm. is actually how you come into the stature of the person of Christ. And that stature is a spiritual stature which talks about a frame, a built in the spirit. Amen. Amen. So we can see here, it said, Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Ghost. So we can see clearly, the first thing we're coming to learning is the name of the Holy Ghost. So you see, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. It says, baptizing them. Amen. Amen. Uh, so when you use the word baptizing them, uh, it, just, it just means you are, you are being... Uh, you are being introduced or you are being moved into a, a plane, right? Yeah. Into a plane that has a lot of resources which is for our growth. Amen. Amen. Uh, if we look at... Uh, let's look at... Because when you hear about uh, baptism... Amen. I just wanted to just explain a little bit uh, regarding that that aspect. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Father, thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I'm just uh, quickly Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us open to the book of Mark, chapter 10. 
Mark chapter 10, verse, verse 38. But Jesus said unto them, Ye know not what ye ask. Can ye drink of the cup that I drink of and be baptized with the same baptism that I am baptized with? So you see the language here. Christ talking about the disciples coming into the same baptism that he is baptized with, which means there's an experience he has gone through that is designed for all the students. So can you, because if you must come into Christ, you must go through the same baptism of Christ. You must go through the same baptism of his death and come up in the resurrection. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we can see clearly here you know, that there is a baptism that Christ is baptized with. Mm? Amen. Amen. There is a baptism that Christ is baptized with, which is, uh, is, is actually from a different plane that those uh, disciples knew. Mm. Amen. Amen. So there's that baptism. And then the same way Christ has a baptism, there's also a learning in the Holy Ghost, which is also the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Yes. Then if we look at the book of Acts, uh, chapter 7, then we began to see where Stephen... I believe it's Act 7, right? Uh, if I open Act 7, you know, I'm just quickly breezing, breezing, uh, breezing through so I can go into uh, what I really, really want to touch on. But this is still part of it. Amen. Amen. Then we, we hear where Stephen began uh, to speak out of the Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let me read from uh, chapter 6, verse 9. Or let me see from verse 8. It said, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Then there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called the synagogue of the Libertines, and Cyrenians, and Alexandrians, and of them, of Cilicia, and of Asia, disputing with Stephen, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Now, that is actually an, uh, that is an uh, ex- uh, expression of the the fullness of the holy ghost amen. amen because you see the same you see the same language being used for christ mm-hmm. said that the men marvel at the words right so the same thing that is causing men to marvel right is the same thing uh, that is causing stephen uh, to speak with wisdom said and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Amen? Wisdom by which he spake. And then they suborned men, which said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council and 
set up false witnesses, which said, This man ceased not to speak blasphemous words against his holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the custom which Moses delivered us. And all that sat in the council looked steadfastly on him, saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. See that his face began to shine. His face began to shine. Uh, as, like as if his face was the face of an angel. Amen. And then said the high priest, Are these things so? And he said, Men, brethren, and fathers, how can the God of glory appear unto our fathers? Abraham, when he saw in Mesopotamia, before he dwelt in Charan, and said unto him, Get thee out of the country from thy kindred, and came into the land. Then that's when uh, Stephen began to speak. Amen. Amen. And he began to speak, and then began to talk about, uh, uh, you know, he began to extract the beginning. Uh, you know, starting uh, uh, to talk uh, the, the journey from beginning to Christ, and you, the, that is not just talking of history that he was doing; mm-hmm. it was actually speaking uh, because of the grace mm-hmm. of the of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost that enabled him to be able to do that, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, his face now began. Before then, you notice that his face began to shine, like the face of an angel. angel. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So it was uh, Holy Ghost that began to help him to speak. Then let me move Johnny further because it was a very long read. Mm-hmm. Then I'll move just to verse 55 and say, say, But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. And Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And behold. Amen. Amen. Behold. And behold. I see the heavens open. And the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears. And ran upon him with one accord. You see, he was at the verge of breaking through into Christ. So he looked up, you know, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. That means there was an entrance for him. Then he saw Christ on the right hand. That was actually uh, is, is a sign of the next. So you can see that he, being full, of the Holy Ghost. It means he got to a point where he was full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Uh, but fullness in the Holy Ghost just marks the beginning of another journey, which marks the world of Christ. Amen. And that is what we've been learning so far. We've been learning Christ. We've been learning Christ. Christ the person and also Christ the stature. Because when you learn the person, you, you take on the stature which the person carries. Amen. So, you begin to learn Christ, and I begin to learn Christ, which is a different uh, world entirely. And that is why P, uh, uh, sorry, Paul was raised. Because you notice not long after here, 
that they stoned, they stoned uh, Stephen. Then what happened? They carried his clothes and put just at the feet of Saul. Hmm? You see, in verse 58, it says, and let me see, let me, let me read verse 57. And they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their cloths at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. You see, that just at the verge of breaking into Christ, they killed him. And then what? They now put his cloth at the feet of Saul. And this same Saul, which is Paul, is he who now began to come into dispensations of the dealings of Christ, which now began to teach realm of Christ. Then he's so skillful that he now began, after a different, he now began to lay different planes. Just by the way, they begin to write in the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Let's go to verse uh, 26 of Act. Amen. So Act 26. And we'll read from verse 14. It says, And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me, that's Paul, and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? He says what? Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Amen. Amen. And I like the way the Bible put it. You notice the same man that, the way they, you know they didn't say Paul here, they said Saul. And uh, you notice that his, his name was changed to Paul from Saul, Right? And it was Saul when they put the clothes at his feet. So when Christ now called him, called him Saul, hmm, to bring him into, uh, he called him Saul. He said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee, a minister and a witness, both, oh, sorry, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom I now send thee to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God. Amen. Amen. Now, this here saying here, unto the power of Satan, unto God, is not the power, it's not when you say God's power, it's not as if something separate. Mm. This power of God is a person, mm. which is Christ. Mm. Which because Christ is the power of God, right? So when you have power of God, sorry, power of God, that's Christ. Mm. Says unto God, and that they may receive forgiveness of sins. And inheritance among them, which are sanctified by faith that is in me. So you now see here that this is the this, this the learning inside Christ is faith, right? Mm. There's faith, amen. But faith in itself 
is not the end. Faith is a means to an end. Amen. Amen. Now, what is really in Christ is charity. Amen. Amen. What is really in Christ is charity. And there are planes in that dimension of Christ that is demarcated in scriptures by what we call faith, hope, and charity. Now, these are measures, right, in the learning of Christ. You must come into the faith of Christ, which begins to teach you hope, which now moves you into charity. Hope is actually faith. It's just a higher faith. Charity is also faith, just a higher faith. But it, it is a faith which is now beginning to walk by love. Amen. It is what it is a faith which is now beginning to walk by love. Now, when it's a faith which begins to walk by love, it just it's all these things that I'm saying, like I said, like, don't be surprised. It's still talking about your nature. There are some things. Because so, when you talk about love, love simply means the purest state of life expression. Right? So when you talk about love, love means that something has been married to you. It is, it is now part of your nature. Right? So when you get charity, it means you've come into a, a stature in the spirit whereby you've embodied the teachings of faith. You've come into what? Now, let me use the word what we're learning now. You've come into the fullness of faith. Amen. Amen. And when you talk about fullness, when you talk about coming into fullness, there are planes in there that we don't know. Fullness is a measurement in the spirit. And that's what we've been learning, right? Uh, we, 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 we realized that fullness is very essential to grow, growth. Right? We have to come into fullness in the spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And this is where I'll now go to Hebrew, sorry, Ephesians chapter 4 uh, that I will read for us, right? This chapter, chapter 4 is what uh, we started with when we started the prayer meeting. And, I, and I, again, if you've not been listening, please go ahead and listen and listen and listen and listen again. Uh, it will prepare, it will prepare you and I for the meeting that is coming in the school of the spirit. Amen. It will prepare you, it will prepare me um, just for the next step in our walk. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let me open Ephesians uh, and Ephesians chapter chapter 4. Uh, we read from verse 1. Uh, Father, I will thank you. Praise the Lord. Read from verse 1. Ephesians. Chapter 4, verse 1. So let me start. Said, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation 
wherewith ye are called. With all lowliness and meekness. You now notice, you know, as we've been, we've been hearing earlier, that everything, when it comes to God, everything, every single aspect has to do with meekness and uh, being low of heart. Meekness. With long-suffering. So forbearing one another in love. So with all lowliness and meekness. With long-suffering. Forbearing one another in love. You now notice that, I love the way Paul just, you know, Paul just talks about love, but it doesn't mostly dwell there because really, that is not, that is not where his, uh, his mastery, or that's not where his grace is, right? Although he may know about this realm. I, I have a sense that he actually knows about this realm. Just that it was not given for him to teach. Because what he was called for, as we read in Acts 26, is to teach people the power of God. Mm? To turn them from the power of Satan to the power of God. right? To turn them from the power of Satan onto God. Meaning to remove them. Now, we all know that the same way God has power and God is different, right? When I say different, I'm not saying God. Christ is God, of course. But when you say the power of God is the power is what God uses right now so Satan also has a power now the power of Satan is this world right so if the power of Satan is this world what they are going to turn you away from is this world to God amen no now I want us to have this understanding when it comes to the world don't just think uh, you know being worldly with respect to going to club, you know, partying, uh, loving uh, worldly songs, loving money, all those things at the end of the world. No, they're not. Those are the things you can see. The true, the true, if you want to really define this world, this world is a craft of wisdom that men carry. Hmm? Which means the world is not what you see. The word is what is inside. What you are seeing is just an expression of what is inside men. Amen. Amen. So if you want to talk about the world, think about hunger. Hmm? Mm. Think about a way you are that you, mm. you, can't, you can't judge righteously. Mm. No, you don't think some things are bad. You just feel something, everything goes, you know. That is still a weakness that the world... And it takes skill to see those ones. And it's, it's Satan that has layered those things up in our soul. Many things that, that are enemies of growth in the spirit. Amen. So let me keep going further. He says, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace, there is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called, in one hope of your calling. Verse 5. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he said, when he ascended, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive. And gave gift unto men. Now that he ascended, 
what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might feel all things you see he might feel what uh, don't forget earlier I mentioned that when you see all things, it's actually a language of Christ. Mm-hmm. That in my word, feel all things. That is So Christ came into all things. Right? And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers Amen? For the perfecting of the saint, for the perfecting of the saint, for the perfecting of the saint, for the work of the ministry. So for the perfecting of the saint, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Unto the stature, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So when it comes to Christ, there is what we call fullness. Amen. Then go to verse 14. Now when you are full of Christ, what happens? That we henceforth be no more children, tossed toe and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine. How? By the slight of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Amen. Mm. Uh, thank God for, you know, God, as God has been helping us even to see these things. Amen. Mm. You notice here that what it says is to come unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Fetuna Halma. Amen. Mm. But what we notice here is that earlier in verse 12, it says for... There's something God did. Christ gave gift unto men. Hmm? And then in verse 10, it says, He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might feel all things. Then out of his fullness, then he gave measures. And then he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, which is the fivefold ministry. What is the work of the fivefold ministry? It's for to perfect the saint. Amen. Is what for perfecting the saint for the work of the ministry. Now, this perfection of the saint is when we come unto a perfect man. Amen. Amen. Now, this perfect man is a man that in his members as gains masteries of Christ. But this man is not really, 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 really fully Christ. Amen. 
But yet, it's still, there's still some measure. Why? Because this man still needs to grow into the fullness of Christ. A perfect man is not yet a man that is full of Christ. Amen. So therefore, uh, Christ, uh, Paul began to separate these things. He began to separate them. Right? And then if you go to chapter 3 of Ephesians, and if you read from verse verse let me read from verse 12 it says in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him wherefore I desire that ye fail not a tribulation for you which is your glory for this cause I bow my knees unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ so now Paul began to pray for the efficient church now, what he says, said, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. About, wow, I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. We can see that there is a naming that takes place with regards to men on earth, right? People in heaven and on earth are named after the Father. Now, this name after doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's just, hey, what's your name? My name is uh, Joannisman eh? or Most Holy. That's not the name. The name there is actually a reference of the stature which you have inwardly. Amen. Just as we've read in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 28 just now, says in baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So it is clear that that name itself is a baptism that we have to come into, which means we will take, we inherit the learning that is in that name. So the name is to teach us something. Uh, the name is to teach what it carries. So the name of Christ is what we have been learning. So when we say we are learning Christ, we're actually learning the name of Christ, which is also the learning of the name of the Son of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we see here that there is a naming, just as yet, even in the, in the uh, interpretation of tongue we just said now, so that he, that uh, of the whole, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, while that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Amen. Amen. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Amen. So we see here that before we start comprehending with all saints, before we start comprehending with all saints, there is a measure of grace we ought to come into, which is to be grounded and being rooted 
Hmm? Christ will dwell, Christ must have come to a place where Christ is dwelling in your heart by faith. Then what happens? That ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints. Now, this is what you need to be able to comprehend. Amen. Comprehension, like I said, is you've come into a stature in the spirit. Comprehend is not just not it's not just spiritual knowledge alone, not just spiritual understanding, but also and is a formation of nature, hmm? which enables you to be able to handle the plane where you are dwelling. Amen. Amen. So you'll be able to comprehend with all saints. And of course, when you say all saints, it is not all the saints. Basically, it's not every saint. It is not everybody as a believer that comes that will come here. Amen. Tuna how? Eh? It is not every believer. It is by the reason of growth. If you are able to journey here by the reason of growth, you will be part of the saint. You will be called a saint. A saint is not just he who died and lived a, a, a gracious life here. A saint is not just a, a, a pastor or a priest. A saint here is he who has been able to embody Christ's charity or the learning of the, the dimension of love in Christ. Amen? Amen. These saints are also referred to as brethren in other scriptures. Amen. Amen. What is the... So you may, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Amen. To comprehend means you, are, you come into full understanding or full assurance of faith in that dimension. Amen. You now notice that he began to say you understand what is the depth, breadth, Length and height. This itself are dimensions of fullness. Amen. Amen. They are what? They are dimensions of fullness. It's just scripture that is beginning to lay down in this way for us to understand. It is the wisdom of the Holy Spirit that, no, x-ray these things this way. Amen. Amen. So fullness is not something that uh, we just come into by, by design, right? You, you have to grow into fullness. Amen. Now, if you will grow into fullness, you must overcome the world. Tim Tai Tum, Kai Timo Part. The path to fullness is the path to uh, charity. Uh, the path to fullness is you learn faith, hope, charity, mm? and then you learn the dimensions of that plane in the spirit. I hope uh, I'm explaining this further. I'm just hoping that you know this will help us to comprehend you know, these teachings, uh, one way or the other, just to help us. I know we are we are already you know learning these things. And I hope that you know if if you have not been following the prayer meetings, you know, just this should help us you know have an understanding in a way. Amen. Amen. So this 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 learning uh, is to understand fullness. Amen. Amen. If you now go back to Ephesians chapter four, 
you know, where I branched off is, you know, there is the perfect man and there is uh, the fullness. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness. Now, the perfect man, we can liken that perfect man as a man that has lent faith or lent righteousness. Amen? Amen. So it has lent faith, but has not yet fully come into the comprehension of charity or the dimensions of fullness. Mm-hmm. Why? For you to be able to understand what fullness entails, you must be uh, being able to grow there or beyond to understand that. Mm-hmm. When you are still learning fullness, you won't be able to comprehend fullness. Mm-hmm. That is why you say you're being rooted and grounded in love. Amen. There's, there's the rooting and grounding that has to take place. Being rooted and grounded in love. Amen? Amen. So, there is a rooting and grounding that has to take place. And there are things that war against those. Amen? Amen. Uh, so, we have to be rooted and grounded in love so that we'll be able to comprehend with all saints what is the fullness. Amen. Amen. So fullness dimension is, bo- is, is not just length and breadth. It is length, breadth, height, and depth. Amen. Amen. It is what? Length, breadth, height, and depth. Those are planes that you measure in the spirit. Amen. Amen. They are what they are planes that you measure in the spirit. These things are just uh, things pertaining to your growth. You know, if you've not been rooted and grounded, there's still some lit, uh, there's still a lot of inward worrying that will go place when it comes to your nature. Yes, sir. Hmm? There's a, there, there, there are some victories your nature has not overcome. You've not received uh, deliverance from because you've not come into a plane in the spirit where you are rooted and grounded in love. This plane, I just want us to see it as I'm explaining it in that simple plane that there are planes in the spirit that we're coming to which by design is as a result of your growth inwardly. It's still, everything boils down to your nature. It is still your nature. For you to take Christ's nature, you have to be able to live some nature. Amen. As we'll see in Ephesians chapter 4, when Paul began to speak about the enemies against this, coming into this nature of Christ and coming into fullness. Amen. So, there is the fullness of Christ, which we all must come into. And we've, as we've seen in chapter 3, they've defined for us the dimensions of fullness. It's just scriptural language to explain what that is. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. If we now move to verse uh, 14 of chapter 4, let me read again. It said that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. By the slight of men, and what cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Now you see that when he's saying that that we henceforth, before he got here, 
because you notice that we answered there's a semicolon, there's a column there, which means this thing is explaining what was just said. And what did he just say? But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Now, this is a thought that has been coming from verse 12, which I'll read again. From verse 12, it says, For the, he gave gift to men, right? It said, For the perfecting of the saint, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, which means there is an edifice in Christ. Hmm? You must edify the body of Christ. And again, as we've learned, so the, the, the body of Christ is not something, it's not just because you're a member of a church, right? The body of Christ is not defined by, uh, oh, I'm a member of this church, I'm a part of a body. Uh, no, what, what they do is they actually take you out of the church. And when I say take you out, I'm not saying you leave the church. I'm talking about in the spirit. Uh, because there is a church in the spirit. I'm not talking about physical church now because many hearts will not begin to wonder. Oh, are you saying? No, I'm not talking about a physical church. A physical church is part of a spiritual church. Amen. Now, the spiritual church is a body. Is a body. Is a body hmm, built by uh, people growing up. Hmm? As you are growing up, then after a while, when you grow, 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 and you grow into fullness, you'll be able to identify the body. Then you now take your place in the body. The body of Christ is a totally different, mm. totally different plane that we you know before. You know our understanding of the body of Christ has really been, oh, because I'm part of a church, I'm a part of a body. Not really. The body is an organism that is built up by, by saints who have come into fullness, who are able to supply what is needed to edify the body. If that makes sense. Mm. So that we answer be no more children. Just, look, let me read from verse 12 again, sorry. So for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God hmm? unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. That we henceforth be no more children, touched to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Say, but speaking the truth in love may be able, sorry, may grow up into him in all things. Say, speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. No, in my heart, what I'm, what I'm just seeing here is that all things is a measure of all the fullness of Christ. All things means everything Christ. Every, all that is needed in Christ. Amen? So it is, it is those that are full that forms the body. Amen? Amen. 
Now, because whatever forms the body must be of fullness, because the head is full. Now, the body is built from the head. I know our last meeting we were talking about being subject unto God, and we know we're not, we're not, we're unto, unto Christ, and we now saw the wisdom of of uh, of Christ in chapter five of Visions, where we are we are seeing you know, it's actually from these thoughts that Paul now carved out uh, the the the, uh, the uh, admonition which he gave. Say, husband, love your wife, right? Because love is for the without love you you can't be head. Say, husband, love your wife, and wife submit, right? So submitting. Is you no know, the the head and the body. So we are talking about Christ and the and and, and the church, uh, talking about the body of Christ. I'm talking about uh, the husband and the wife, right? That is a, is is a mystery carved out of the spiritual body. Hmm? There is the head and there's the body. So the body of Christ is, a, is is an organism made up of members, which are fullnesses of men, men that have come into fullness of stature of Christ that are able to form the body. Because we'll see why now, when we read further, uh, in verse 7, let us read from verse 17, from verse 16 again, <laughs> from 15, and then we read 16. So, but speaking the truth in love, verse 15, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. So you are speaking the truth in love, meaning where you are speaking the truth from is from a plane of love. Mm? You are not, and that truth you are speaking is you are not just speaking. Uh, you are not just speaking. Oh, what is? Oh, yeah, are you the one that stole that bread? No, I'm not. You know, just talking true. No, truth is Christ. So, but speaking the truth in love, these are dimensions of Christ. So you are speaking Christ from love dimension, which you must have come into fullness, right? May grow up into Him in all things, because that is what is able to grow you. The the truth. Out of love is what is able to grow you into love. Amen. So may be able to grow in, into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, that is it now, from whom the whole body, which is the body of Christ, fitly joined together. So the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplied. So the body is formed by what every joint is supplying, which means you must there must be a supply, right? So there must be a supply, and that supply must be out of fullness, right? To build the body, amen. So every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. What will happen? Make it increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Which means, now, once they form the body, they will not also grow the body. Why? Because the body must be edified. And the tools needed to edify the body is actually better out of fullness. So, which means, if you must be part of the body, you cannot be lacking fullness. Amen. So, he said, unto uh, the edifying of itself in love. Because love is the end of all learning. Amen. It must edify itself in love. Amen. But you now see that there, there are enemies, there are things that war against this. If you go back to verse 14, so that we answer and be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine 
by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So this thing that they just mentioned here is a worldly frame that fights against fullness. So that we end forth, be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine. And you know, you may be able, you, before we might be, be interpreting this every wind of doctrine by, you know, just people coming here, they'll tell you this thing because they're not speaking truth. You know, you might, you might, you might easily associate it with men, but not really true. Hmm? Wind of doctrine is carried by spirit. When you say wind, that's, those are spirit. So wind of doctrine is carried by spirit. These spirits, what they do is they negotiate with you. Thoughts, you know, thoughts that you take that, you know, just excuse things for you. So, for example, let's, let's take an example of where maybe you made a blunder. And, you know, uh, they, ah, say, ah, I, made a, I, made a, I made a blunder here. Uh, and then, instead of taking responsibility, the, the wind of doctrine will tell you something, will tell you, you know, if you have not, uh, if you have not, if you have, let's just say it will make an, it, it, it will suggest an excuse for you. Mm. Hmm. If you have not, you know, brought this thing here, maybe I won't have, you know, stepped on it and broke it too. Now, but, but, the, but, the, but the issue is that you saw the, the, let's say it's a vase, and you stepped on it, and you broke it. Let's even say it's by accident. Hmm? So I'm saying, ah, oh, I'm sorry, I broke this thing. Ha, <laughs> I didn't really know. It's like, hey, yeah, if you had not put this thing here, I wouldn't have broken this thing. Those, the, see that little thought there? Those are thoughts that winds of doctrine bring. Why? What? Well, just in a split second, negotiated with you. Don't take, don't take that responsibility. And if you are not skilled and wise enough, you will fall. Why? What did they do? They lie in wait to deceive. So this wind of doctrine is carried by spirit. Now, and doc, they call it wind. The wind by every wind of doctrine. What they are saying, if, let's define it too. Wind means spirit. Doctrine means teaching. So you are tossed to and fro by every spirit of teaching. If we, ex, uh, you know, substitute that. So those spirit, they teach. And what they teach is how to escape Christ. So when you see uh, cunning craftiness, the slight of men, that slight of men is not people that are coming to fight you. It's actually the slight of men is inside men hmm? that cause you to walk away from the way. It said, and cunning craftiness, hmm? whereby they lie in wait to deceive. This cunning craftiness is actually, uh, if you check it, is a craftiness in you that you can easily take for righteousness. It's, what, it's called cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. And this lying in wait to deceive is because they are looking for the opportunity. This, this spirit, they're not the same spirit you are warring with. When you are trying to stop, you know, to steal, that you are trying to stop, these ones are doctrine embedded. Those ones are, you know, demons that can make you do things. They are not as strong as one that can give you doctrine. Not every spirit give doctrine. Not every evil spirit give doctrine, but there are spirits that can give doctrine. And what they do, those ones are more inwardly tuned. They are more tuned inside your nature, whereby, you know, they are the things that are so married to your nature that they can just easily resurrect. 
to deceive you. And this deception is not that men come to deceive you. It's actually a deception which actually comes from within. But for example, you know, someone might have thought that that excuse of, ah, if you had not put this thing, would have been, uh, put this thing here, I wouldn't have stepped on it and broke it, would have been a perfect good example. Why? Of course, if they have not put it there, perhaps you might not have stepped on it and break it. However, in, in what you, you know, Satan did is to remove the true thing, learning out of that thing away. And what he will is he say, make an excuse. And the funny thing is, the moment you just accept it and say that thing, you've just bought that excuse. And what is that thing going to do? The victory of righteousness which you have taken is going to steal it. Amen. Amen. Whereby the lying were to deceive. Amen. That's, those things are the enemies of fullness. Those are the things that war with fullness. Amen. And one thing that we'll see here is that when it comes to fullness, there are, you can't just come into fullness without learning, as you can see, because if there is a, the Spirit will teach you and take you away by doctrine, it means that you would also grow by doctrine. So you have to learn the doctrine of Christ in order to grow up in Him in all things. Amen. And how you begin to grow is you, become, you begin to come into uh, feeding that will make you fat. And when those feeding makes you fat, the fatness in the spirit means you begin to gain grounds in the spirit. And the learning of ground, just to round up, the gaining of ground is you need to be able to learn what is the depth, what is the breadth, what is the length, what is the height. Amen. Now, breadth and length is talking about being rooted. Because that's horizontal plane. And that's talking about uh, foundation. Ah, sorry. Uh, let me put it this way. Uh, the length and breadth is a plane horizontally. Mm? Depth and height is a vertical plane. And it's actually the depth and height that talks about being rooted. Amen. Depth and height. When you say depth, because when you hear depth, you, depth sounds like root. Mm? So being rooted and grounded is talking about the depth and height of Christ. Mm? But there's also something called length and breadth, right? So when you when you are able to learn, learn depth and height, but you can't gain length and breadth, you've not really come into what we call fatness in the spirit. Because you must be made fat. You must be fat. When you say fat, 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 fat. That is actually talking about increase, increase. And when you say, and when you hear fat, it's increase both height and depth, length and breadth. It is increase on every side. Amen. Amen. So it's called increase on every side. And that increase on every side uh, is, it's, it has to be all dimension. So you have to be rooted and grounded. Amen. And if we read, I'll just read Ephesians, sorry, Colossians chapter 2 quickly, just to show us that all these things that they are showing us in Ephesians, they are also showing us in Colossians. And Colossians chapter 2, let me from verse 1 to verse 7, said, For I will that ye knew what great conflict I have for you, and for them at Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, be knit, be knit together in love. 
and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Amen. So we can see fullness here too. When he said to the full assurance of understanding. And the full assurance of understanding here is the exact same thing that Paul is referring to in Ephesians chapter 3 when he's saying that he may be able to comprehend with all saints. To comprehend is also full assurance of understanding. Amen. To the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. It said, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. So lest any man should what? beguile you. You notice that this statement is also in the same language. When it says in chapter 4 of vision that says that uh, that we answer be no more tossed to and fro then say by and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Say by the slight of men and cunning craftiness. It says cunning craftiness. It sounds like beguile. Cunning crafty. Man should beguile you with enticing words. So for though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit. Join and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him. How? Rooted and built up in him. You must be rooted and built up in him. Which is also the same thing as being grounded. Hmm? Being rooted and grounded in love. Hmm? And establishing the faith as he had been thought, abounding therein with his game. He said, Beware. That beware is take heed. Because it is possible not to beware. Why? Because if you don't beware, uh, what are they doing? They are lying in wait to deceive. This doctrine, this teaching, they are, this thing carried by spirit, there are spirit that are waiting for the opportunity to beguile you. It's not every spirit that is running at you at the same, at the same time. Some, they are just lying in wait. To deceive. Amen. Just to round up. I'm not sure I can speed up to round up. Amen. Said, beware lest any man spoil you through the philosophy and vain deceit. Say, let any man spoil you through what? Philosophy and vain deceit. This philosophy and vain deceit uh, is the same thing they're talking about. It's the same language of, you know, uh, verse, uh, verse uh, 14. Verse 13 to 14, right? Uh, when saying that we answer be no more tossed to and fro, covered with every wind of doctrine, every wind by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lay in wait to deceive you. The same. So, be well, lest any man spoil you through philosophy. And this spoiling is not just, uh, you know, they will deceive you. This, to spoil you is to win you. You know, when you say they, they, they want to take their spoil, if you, if you look at the Old Testament, they use the word spoil. To talk about conquering of 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 a of a of a nation, they spoil that nation means and they carry away their their riches. Spoiling you means let that's not evil doctrines eh? take over you, win you over, and take away all your blessing in Christ. What they steal away from fullness, right? So through philosophy, how do they do that? They do it through philosophy. These things are the worldly designs. 
that I've been mentioning earlier. And, and like I've said, Christ's design is to actually uh, de- to uh, re- deliver you from the world. So through philosophy and vain deceit. Philosophy and ph- philosophy simply means uh, feel you and Sophia. And feel means love. Sophia means wisdom. And this talks about the love of wisdom. Amen. And this love of wisdom is not just that you love learning. It's you love to actually use wisdom. And there is the way you can be using worldly wisdom to live. Mm? Let me do this and do that. And they won't get it. Mm? There is a wisdom that will always come to you at first. Mm? That would come to help you in different situations. This one is not the one you use all the time. It's talking about a wisdom that must be embedded in you. That must be pure, peaceable, and undefiled. Amen. Then, being rooted and built up, like you've seen, this, these things that I've said earlier are enemies, you know, philosophy, the rudiments, all these things will steal you and stop you from being rooted and grounded in love. Amen. Then, after we began to look at, you know, Isaiah 28, when we began to talk about, you know, the, the way God built men. Eh? So, when they build you, root you, and ground you in love, then they begin to raise you up as a building. Mm-hmm. And that raising you up as a building is length and breadth. Length and breadth mm, is actually taking planes. Length and breadth is just is boundaries, creating boundaries in the spirit. So the, there's the boundary of Christ, and there's the depth and height. Amen. Amen. And then we talk about you know the the tools that everyone uses, which is line. So line upon line, precept must be upon precept. How they build you is that line must be upon line, precept must be upon precept. And how it is, it is here a little, there a little. Mm? So don't think about growth as something that they will just be teaching you after you finish this course, you move to the next one. No. The way they teach us in the spirit is here a little, there a little. So that we can come into the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. Amen. And having heard all this, right, uh, what I just wanted to bring in and just explain in simple terms is all these things. Is just to teach you about your depth and your growth in the spirit. Amen. And to teach you about uh, your journey, how you should take heed, how you should not take, how you should not take this word of righteousness, uh, you know, for for joke. These are actually true things and treasures in the spirit. Amen. Amen. And I pray that everyone will begin to help us that we'll be able to discern inwardly hmm, where our lack of growth is in the spirit. And heaven will begin to help us to be able to mark strides, take, to be made fat in the spirit, to, to receive liberty in the spirit Amen. for growth. Amen. Amen. Uh, I just wanted to just outline that, that line, a uh, plane of fullness. And uh, please, uh, the prayer meeting continues on Monday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Wednesday is uh, uh, Ottawa's uh, Life Feast. But usually, this is where you know, we usually continue uh, even the prayer because the prayer continues. Uh, amen. amen. I just want us to uh, continue to uh, follow. Uh, I pray that God will help us. Uh, this thing, there, there's so much that heaven has you know, you know, been, been teaching us. And I just want us to just yield ourselves uh, in every way. Uh, not to, let's, let's not take this lightly. Uh, take, this, this is the same as surviving for food. Yes. This is the same thing as looking for job. Mm. Mm? The same energy you put when you are looking for job and you are looking for money. 
this is the same energy you put into you know, taking eternal life. Amen. And I pray that heaven will help us and help us uh, you know, to be able to make profit of this life. Amen. Mm? Amen. Amen. Make profit of this life. I, I know I explained earlier in the beginning of, of the message, you know, you know, these planes. You know, don't 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 see it as too hard. Don't see it as it's just a way to expose you. There's a way there's the wisdom of God that God uses to expose us and expand us inwardly to be able to see things uh, that we need to, to use even for life. Amen. Uh, I, although I, I just breathe through uh, the teachings. But uh, these things really, 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 is really, really dealing with the inward nature. Yes, Amen. Now, these things really deal with some of the ways we've been. Mm. You know, some of the things, our judgment that has been, that has been uh, made uh, clouded by the reason of our stature. Because your judgment can't be higher than your stature. Can't, can never be. Mm? But what righteousness ought to give you mm. is actually judgment. Amen. Righteousness is not just to give to build you up alone. Uh, when you are coming into stature of uh, of fullness, is to begin to gain judgment in the spirit. And judgment, uh, no, the way the way I see it, judgment is is, is really the the use of of grace that you have acquired by the learnings of of by the learnings of different planes, or by taking masteries of different righteousnesses. Because righteousness is, righteousness is just one. Righteousness is many in different areas. You know, sometimes you might be able to master an area of righteousness, but in a, another area you might be missing, right? And when that is in place, it's it's called lack of judgment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in order to be able to build judgment, you must be able to come into fullness. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you must be built up in different planes of righteousness, mm-hmm. and not just one, but different planes. Amen. I pray God will begin to help us uh, just because of time. I'm going to round up here. I just want us to pray one prayer to, uh, this, this afternoon before we end. I just want us to pray that heaven will help us to come into fullness. Amen. Uh, I know that's the center of the prayer meeting, but I just want us to pray that in every aspect that an enemy has been warring against our fullness, Amen. that heaven will give us grace. To come into blessings of fullness. Amen. Amen. And ever we grant us grace to grow in judgment in the spirit. Let us begin to pray. Halita mania, Ephesto falita, Eprakalia ateniama, Enjuste fenima, Epranama sita, A prasutu opresete, E prasete, E prasete, E prasata, E prasete, E prasete fonima shete, E prasata prata kalito. E prasete le manasia, e prasata na moshita, e prasete, e prasete, e prasalina moshite, e prasata, e prasata, e prasata, e prasata, e masete le monosita, e basata na moshita, e paselita, e paselita, e palita, e palita, e palita, e palita, e baseta, e baseta, e masete, e masete. He masete, he masete, he masete, he basete, 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 
E balito, e balito, e balito. E psana katelima. E patelima, e patelima, e patelima. E praselia fetono mosita. E prasolita facete ne krestima. E prate, e prate, e prate, e prate. Embragatana, the heaven will help us. Even to come into the learnings of fullness. That we war against every enemies. Every enemies of fullness. Every enemies of fullness. That we escape it. We escape it. Thank you, Father. Masetele makariato. O jelita, o jelita. Endeke, 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 endeke. O peli atina masoto forika telima. Enzelia, enzelia, enzelia. Haprakata levenedosha. Haprakata levenedosha. Haprakata levenedosha. Grace, grace. Grace to escape. To escape the corruption that is in this world. To do lost. That we escape the corruption that is in this world. True lust. Ebrasilia, Chanima Sete. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Excuse me. Give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your help. We thank you for all that you are doing. Mahate Elino Hofita. It to feet, height, feet. To feet, me feet. Hut height, feet suit, height, 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 suit, ut, 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 height, held, hoot, hip, hit, hoot, high, heto, hit, hoot, 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 hoot. Fascina, uh, I just hear in my spirit that it's. Mashiach, you see my spirit. I am, I am, I am establishing your feet. Amen. I am building you. Amen. I am causing you even to be rooted, Amen. even to be grounded, Amen. even in the learning of righteousness. Amen. I am causing you to learn of me. Amen. For in this season, I am bringing great help, Amen. great help for to walk, Amen. that you might walk yea in Him. Amen. You walk yea in Him. You walk yea, for you can't measure up without work. You can't measure up without work. For I must make you even to be rooted and grounded. For when I make you rooted and grounded, then I can exalt you. Then I can exalt you high. I can exalt you high. So that you will be made fat. You will be made fat. You will be made fat. So take heed even into this season. Even into this time. Even that which I am doing in you. Even the work which I am causing even to grow in you. Even for you to grow. For you to grow, for you to grow, for you to grow. For I am causing you even to come into disposition in the spirit. Even natures that you must learn. If you must increase, if you must increase, if you must come into an increase. I'm causing Talia to sit a fire. For you to come sit, I will purify you. Even to purify you, even by my fire. I will purify you even by my fire. Even for to be rooted, even to be grounded, even to be raised. Even unto the measure of the stature, even the fullness of Christ. For you must learn fullness. And you must learn even what it takes to be full. 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 full. Let grace come even to establish you in my faith. Thank you, Father. We thank you. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your blessing. We thank you for all that you've done for us. We thank you for all that you are doing. We thank you for raising us up 
even to come and be learning of your fullness in this season and time. Father, in, we prayed this morning and this afternoon, Lord, every heart that is looking to be raised up from the dead, even to come into fullness, will be, will be helped by your grace in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the ability to yield with your spirit of the Lord, which is to cause us to come into liberty in the spirit, even to use your grace for growth. We ask, Father, that you release grace for every heart to walk with liberty, with liberty in the spirit, in the name of Jesus. And we pray, O Lord, that you will grant grace to overcome every enemy of fullness in the name of Jesus. Father, it is your word and it is your impartation. We ask, Lord, that you impart your grace even to learn and to, to position ourselves properly and accurately in the spirit, even to partake of your blessing in this season in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Help us to yield. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you, Father, for this year. We thank you for the year to come. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim.